Good evening, Bill. Good evening, Stanley. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of BS Car Guys Podcast. We are excited to have you with us. We have a short episode for you tonight. Hopefully, we um, we are actually double recording today so we can free Stanley up for graduation. That's right, folks. It's graduation season where we send those kids out of the school parking lot and back into the same car with us and back to our house. Absolutely. 100%. And for all you people who have had some kids graduating, just remember that they don't go away afterwards. They come back and they stay there and they mooch off of you and they eat your food and it never goes away. Because my son <laughs> came to my house yesterday and went grocery shopping in my pantry. <laughs> uh, that's funny. He's married and he came to my house to go grocery shopping in my pantry because that's how parenting works, evidently. Anywho, oh, back funny. to cars. Yes, back to cars. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, like Bill said, we're gonna have a shorter, a little shorter episode because I got some, I got a lot of stuff going on next couple of weeks. So um, this is what we're gonna do. Um, uh, we're gonna talk about a little bit of news that came up, and um, the first bit of news I got to preface this by Bill. We're not gonna go. Let's not go in too deep on this, okay? Because I think our next episode should be about a comparison of all these mid-sized trucks that's gonna come out. Oh, okay. it has been a couple year. of years. It's been a couple of years since we did the mid-sized truck episode. So yeah. I think you're yeah. probably we're we're probably due. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. This year, by my count, we have at least four new or heavily revised uh mid-sized trucks coming to market. That and those trucks are uh the the Chevy Colorado, the GMC Canyon. The Toyota Tacoma, the Taco, and the car, the truck that we're about to talk about right now, the Ford Ranger. Uh, Bill, have you seen the pictures of the new Ford Ranger? I have. I think it finally looks like an actual truck. <laughs> well, I agree with you. I think it does look more truckly. Uh, truck. Truckly? Is that a word? Well, I don't think like truck guys would appreciate you calling it truckly, but... <laughs> Let's. I like truckly. Let's go with truckly. Truck like, yeah. Um, when you saying it looks a little more truck like, I kind of think the back end of it kind of looks more like the Maverick, which, in my opinion, isn't a bad thing. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think the front end looks a lot like the F one fifty. So maybe it's uh maybe it's business in the front and party in the back. Maybe this is a mullet truck. That is a great analogy, and I would have never come up with that. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Uh, So so I saw a small clip on, I think it was on the Instagram, or as the kids say, on the gram, um, of the Ranger, the new Ranger being doing some testing in Moab. And I think they have some new options that are going to be available, like off-roady bits of like new bumpers with winches and all kinds of cool stuff, probably to be a little bit more competitive against vehicles like the Canyon and the Colorado ZR2 and AT4. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, We know they're going to do a Raptor version of it. They're going to do the Ranger Raptor finally, officially, I guess. Yep, Uh, Um. I'm kind of curious to see how that thing kind of holds up against the AT4 because I, at my first thought, and you know this stuff better than me, that's why you know you you more of a, a, a you're more of a truck guy than I am. Um, the AT4 and stuff. Let's just let's not say like, it. Let's say it. I'm more truckly. You're more truckly. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we just created another word. Hey, another week of creating new words on the BS Car Basketball Podcast. Um, I love it. Because the you know the Raptors and stuff have kind of been a little more desert runner versus like truck yes. crawling and stuff. Yes, and, and I think that's going to still be the the real differentiator here. I think the the Ranger Raptor is going to be more focused on that kind of Baja free runner spirit, where mm-hmm. the AT4 and the ZR2 are going to be more trail. Um, uh-huh 
rock crawling, maybe even mud focused. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's the that's the thing, and actually I think that's good uh, because not everybody learning from you, not everybody uh, off roads the same way, uh, you know. There you, it, you know, there's there's as much uh, variety in off roaders as, as there is in sports cars. But uh, right. also, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that. bringing you your weekly dose of diversity tonight is off-road diversity. Off-road diversity. Speaking of, continuing the off-road uh, theme, that, you know, this week they announced that, uh, oh, actually, before we go there. Yes. How do you feel about it not necessarily being a new truck? Like, this truck came out last year. Yes. <laughs> well, here's here's my initial take. Come on, Ford. Here's my, I took two seconds longer to think about it, take. Well, at least we didn't have to wait eight years for this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. At least we didn't have to wait eight years. And now if they come I feel on, like, I feel like that's how long we waited on the last one. Yeah. How do you feel about the big tablet in the middle? I don't you know, like it. I don't like it either. I'll, actually, I like it better than another application because it looks more integrated. At least it's not like sitting on top of stuff like uh, it is in Explorer and things like that. Because they got the vents to the side of it and everything. But I, I don't. I mean, I understand that most people use these things as like daily transportation and not off-roady, but and not outdoorsy. But it kind of seems less truckly. We <laughs> have that big tablet in the middle. Yeah, but. I, I just think, so here's my take on the technology. I think that it is okay to have it as an option. Like, yeah. make it a box you can tick for yeah. people who want that. Because there's a segment that want off-roady. They want a very truckly truck. But they mm-hmm. also want tech. Yeah. But then there are people who just want a truck that's yeah. maybe not as truckly. Mm-hmm. With tech, and then there's the opposite of that, and you yeah. know, so I think I think there's the market is large enough that you could go back to offering a reliable, dependable, doesn't have sixteen computers running it, um, center stack where it's mostly buttons instead of a screen. I think there's still a market for that. Yeah, uh, I think if you look at all the complaints from consumers who have problems with interfaces like that. Number think, one complaint of consumer reports about new cars is people do not understand the infotainment. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's the number one complaint, why are they, I mean, I know we're all a bunch of complaining boomers, but why are they still making that the only choice? Like, yeah. I, uh, reading into the consumer report, speaking of which I got to finish my survey. Uh, <laughs> you know what next yeah, survey yeah. I get? They're I'm not sending you, you your. They're not going to send you your uh, complimentary white shoe polish for your New Balance if you don't complete that survey. You're correct. You're correct because New Balances are comfortable. Um. Uh. But I don't uh, say yeah. nothing. Yeah, they're all comfortable. I'm, I'm not here. Said. I'm not here to judge. Yeah. Yes, you are. You just did it. <laughs> nope. I'm not judging. I'm laughing, but I'm not judging. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, uh, is it wasn't so much that people didn't want it. It was just everybody wants to do it in a different way. Because you remember back in the day when we was growing up, you know, well, you know, we 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 are men of a certain age. Uh, you know, there was all, a volume. All, all men are men of a certain age. I'll just remind you of that. Yeah, there was a volume knob and then there was a tuning knob. And regardless of what you got in, whether it was a Toyota or a Ford or a Jaguar, they work the same way every time. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the that's one of the complaints that that's kind of like the biggest complaint is like, why do all these things have to work completely differently? It it goes back to the GM and their uh, um, mm, I had to, had to clean that up a little bit from the thought that came out of my brain. Um, <laughs> Good for you. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> How's that work? <laughs> it just worked. It just worked because I wanted to say more colorful words. Um, their 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 decision to uh, for, forego uh, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto and future EVs. Stupid. Uh, 
pick that is like people's saving grace when it comes to these infotainment units is hey, if as long as I plug this thing in or it connects to my phone, it will act like my phone, and I know how that works. Uh, <laughs> you know, right? Uh, uh, my last little complaint about the Ranger is since when do we get rid of if unless I'm looking at this wrong, it doesn't have like a real gear selector. It has one of them electronic things. Am I seeing this wrong? I don't know. I'm looking at the um, the Raptor, and it has it has a little selector. Like you just bump it, you know. I'm pretty yeah, sure but, it's a switch. It's not an actual shifter. It's a switch. Yeah. yeah. And they could have put a they could have put a, a real selector looking more selector looking switch in there. Uh, oh, yeah, they, anyway. they could have done a lot of things. They could have gave it a manual and. Uh, a center seat if, or a bench seat. They could have done a lot of stuff, but they ain't doing any of that. I bet you they got a manual in, in Australia because they, you know, they love the Australia. Well, yeah, and they they've got a us. diesel. They got yep, four yep, different yep. diesels if, in Australia, probably. Yeah, yeah, because you know they actually buy all the trucks, not us. Um, speaking of trucks, uh, I the same week. Uh, uh, people are starting to come out with uh, uh, their first drives for the video embargo. It has been uh, have, is, is over. Lifted for uh, the reviews of the uh, Colorado and the uh, Canyon. And for some reason, this is like the fourth or fifth car that comes to my mind is they did this release in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. What? Oh, yeah. They're in North Carolina. I haven't seen this. Oh yeah, they are absolutely in North Carolina with with those trucks. Who's going who's to the channel? Woods. Who's channel? Um, well, they're on Alex and Auto's channel. They're on. Uh, uh, let me do. I need to pull up the YouTube. I mean, I guess I, I, I guess nobody I'm following has. Well, a lot of people you follow don't. Not everybody who you follow reviewing brand new cars too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because uh, they're all so dull. Yeah. Well. Okay. So, the, so they. You know, I'll have uh, to look the, for it. The embargo list lifted, and you know, the they they were talking about uh, how much different the uh, the GMC is from the Chevy this time in feel, and it really? got real wood in it now, and all these other things. It, it legitimately is a luxurious. Uh, mid-sized truck, but uh, they were talking about the the, the the capability and everything. So I think we should talk about the comparison of these trucks because by the time we get back on here, the new Tacoma will be revealed. So I think we it's time for another Daco mid-sized truck comparison. I think that's a good idea. So that'll be our next episode. All right, let's move on to the next car news. Cool. Bill, if I told you you had to guess how much the 2024, I guess that's what it's going to be, Acura Integra Type R is going to cost. Let's try that again. What? The Integra Type S. Type S, my bad. My bad. Is it really that different? Yes. Okay. The Integra Type S is going to cost because that review, uh, they, 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 they uh, released the prices for that this past week as well. What would be your guess? Come on. You get one uh, guess. $61,000. $61,000. You are wrong. And I know you went high because you didn't want to undercut it because you always undercut things because you think things cost more than they're supposed to cost like everybody else. But the actual price that they are going to have this uh, is going to be listed at, uh, I think, without options, is $51,995. Okay, so do by you, the time you, you put options on there and you pay the dealership, it's sixty-one thousand dollars. Yeah, do you think that's too much money? Yes. I'm going to ask you. I'm. I agree with you. So let's not get let's not get that twisted. I think that is that that number seems too big for me as well. But why do you think it's too much money? Because if I think about when back in the day, Integras or uh, type R's. Um, I, I think that uh, a young young car enthusiast, be it male or female, 
who maybe got some schooling out under their belt, maybe got a degree, maybe got a first real job, but not, not really married, no kids yet. And they wanted to buy a brand new, uh, enthusiast car and they made a good starting in a career field wage salary could buy one of those cars, but I don't think 50 to $60,000 today is enough. I feel like the price of that car compared to the average wage, if I make a one-to-one comparison there versus the one-to-one comparison in say 1994, I feel like the difference is larger. That's why I think it's too much money. Hmm. That makes sense. How much would you think? Uh, uh, Twenty thousand. How much do you think the the Integra cost back back then? Just memory. Just twenty two. Twenty five. Twenty five. I would say twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. Twenty two thousand. For an Integra Type R back in the day. What year was that? You think? Nine, let's call it 97. 97. I don't know. Are you looking this stuff up? Oh, yeah, I am. I'm looking at, I, I just figured out a little converter. I just went to a little converter site on the thing. This step, this website said $22,000 back then would be $41,170. It's $41,170 today. See, $10,000 off. Yep. Forty-one thousand. I think it costs too much as well, um, because I think all cars cost too much right now. I understand that the uh, average uh, price, uh, transaction price for a car nowadays is fifty thousand dollars. I don't agree with that either. But uh, no, I do not there, either. Uh, there is a rhythm uh, that Honda Automotive kind of stayed in line with. This car is roughly eight thousand dollars more than the Type R. And the regular Integra is roughly eight thousand dollars more than the SI. So see, that's and and I get that. I, I do. I I fully understand that. But here's the thing: I also feel like the Civic Type R is about eight thousand dollars more than it should be. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing. I agree with you that both of these cars should cost ten thousand dollars less. Yes, but. At the same time, I'm not surprised as surprised as some people kind of claim they are with the price because it's almost the same gap between the cars. Yeah. It it yeah. it holds to the the normally applied algorithm of Honda Automotive Group. Yeah, yeah. But at fifty two thousand dollars, I'm not spending fifty two thousand dollars. I'm, I'm no, just not doing it. No. And and the question could be asked, what else could you get for $52,000? Oh, $52,000. I probably could get a S3. I could probably, yeah, you can get an S3. You can get a uh, two uh, a BMW 2 35, 45, whatever it is, M. You can probably get a CLS for that. And yeah, 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 yeah. You know, heck, the crazy thing is, this is the weird, the weirdest part is you can go up one size car and have more. No, is that more horsepower? It's, it's less sporty, but it's more horse. Yeah, you can get a K5 for that and, you know, go buy a Forte too. <laughs> no, no yeah but you're not getting as good a car okay so all right is that it on, on new car stuff we want to talk about uh one yeah new car stuff but this the last thing i got is uh it's car related but it's not Let's necessarily a car have you seen the trailer for gran turismo i watched it i don't remember if i watched the whole thing or if i had the sound on i've seen it but now maybe not fully experienced it. First of all, but we we are going to stop recording and we're going to watch this trailer together. Okay. Second of all, why is this not your story? 
I don't know. I don't know why this isn't my story. Maybe because. Hmm. Let's see if I can find the way to put this. What I love about Gran Turismo. And for that matter, what I love about Forza Motorsport. Is probably not what most of those game uh, hardcore motorsport gamers enjoy mm-hmm. i enjoy the buying of the car and the customization of the car and the driving of the car at everything below the racing level oh i don't enjoy the game as much when it's just the race cars like the purpose built Lama prototype oh, okay. formula one. I don't enjoy driving those as much. And you could argue that it's a skill thing. And I might would agree with you. Cause I don't have a chair rig that is articulating on multiple axes. Fine. But also I just think the, the what's the word I'm looking for? The soul of the car is not there. Like what I enjoy about those games is, Oh, I'm going to try driving a skyline and feel what the driving dynamics in a Mm -hmm. simulated world feel like, or I'm going to drive a sprinter van or, you know, whatever the case is. I enjoy that more than I enjoy. I'm going to get in this purpose built race car that they all handle exactly the same and they're flat and you've got to carry way more speed into the curve to maintain your downforce and like they all relatively speaking in a video game sense drive Mm -hmm. eerily similar which is Mm -hmm. to say they're numb and they just go and you just drive them flat out you know and you break flat out and everything's like on and off switches yeah 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 i remember I might feel different if I had a chair rig and simulator and, you know, that kind of thing. But, but from a, just having the video game and playing it every once in a while, it's just not where I get my joy. So, and I feel like the movie is based more on that than it is on driving just fun cars. Yeah. 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 Cause that kid legitimately wanted to be a racer and I kudos yes. for him that he did it. And, yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm completely support it. Yeah. Um, Actually, I, I came up with another thing to ask you. Uh, two other things. Um, did you watch the F1 race this past week? I watched some of the um, qualifying on Saturday, and um, I did not watch because I don't watch TV, so I did not watch any of the race on Sunday. But um, several people from our company were there, and I tried to get a customer to go so I could go. It just didn't work out. And... Um, I did talk to our race coordinator yesterday and was giving her a hard time because she she walked with Roger Federer. She hung out with the Jonas Brothers. And who else did she see? Was it Will Smith? Oh, really? Yeah, she got to meet several pretty cool people. Um, oh, really? Yes. Let me look at her feed and I'll tell you who else she uh, got to hang out with. That is uh, pretty cool. Um uh, yeah, you, you see what the next race is going to be at, right? Uh, where's the next race? Vegas. Yes. Vegas. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I, I was trying to get a customer to go there too, but I don't think it's going to work out. Yeah, evidently they're gonna they're gonna do a lot of the race on the strip. They're gonna repave yes. the strip, and I've never been to Vegas, so I can't tell you what oh. it actually looks like. Okay. So uh, this is not. Uh, I, I made a mistake. It was not Will Smith. It was LL Cool J. There's a joke there that we're not going to say. Yeah, 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 so yeah. There's her and LL. Here's her and the Jonas Brothers. All wow. of them. Yeah. So, too bad I didn't go, but. Do them dudes still sing? I don't know a Jonas Brothers song. I, I I don't know either, so <laughs> I'm gonna ask my daughter. <laughs> your, your guess is as good as mine. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, the race and what was the last thing? I think I thought of something else to ask you, but uh, I'm blanking. I'm blanking. Oh, last uh, my last. This ain't, this is wasn't what I was thinking about, but it just came back to my. Remember last time I told you that I saw the the the, uh, the Cadillac. The lyric. The lyric with a Q. All right, yeah. it was not a fluke. It was not a fluke. It is, uh, I saw it again yesterday, parked in front of the gym on base. And evidently, there's somebody either that is, they work on base or something, because they were they were over there in two different locations. So I'm going I'm to get closer. And I also, I parked, I went, oh, there it goes. That's what it was. So. I went to go see Guardians. Have you seen Guardians yet? Not yet. You should go see Guardians. I was hoping to earlier this week while I was out of town in Greenville, but it was a busy week and I just never got to it. I will tell you this. This is a car. See, y'all thought we can tie anything to cars. One of the funniest car related jokes occurs in that movie. It is hilarious. You wait till you see it. Oh, it is so good. It is so good. <laughs> I'm looking um, forward to it. At this point, it'll probably be I'll watch it when it comes out on Disney, but um, I'm looking forward oh, to it. It's, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's probably the best. It's probably the best movie of this phase. And um, well, that ain't that. Doesn't, I mean, it's not a difficult accomplishment at this point. And and I don't know if we we've had this conversation, but I don't, I don't know if we had it on air. So in my Marvel trilogies, there goes. Captain America is at top. Yep. It will always be at top. And Avengers was number two. Right? Y- yeah. Of, of the group. Guardians may be number two. Man. Whoa. And the reason why, the reason Whoa. why is, yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason why is because I wanted to see how they stuck the landing. So, in my opinion, I like all three of the Captain America movies. All three of them for different reasons. They are all awesome to me. The Avengers movies, the first one was good. The second one was, eh, it was all right. The last two were amazing. So they were like, they they weren't on the same level, right? Gotcha, gotcha. All three of the Guardians are up there on that same level. And this one will make you, dude, I'm going to tell you, you're going to have a little tear. I've 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 already heard that. And it ain't for the reason you think it is either. But you go, it's going to, it's going to hit you. It's like three or four spots where they got you. They get you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Now I'm looking forward to watching it with a room full of people I don't know. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So what you got, man? Anything you seen? Um, No, nothing crazy that I've seen. Um, Let's see. I I was in downtown Greenville for the first part of the week this week. So I just came back yesterday. Um in South Carolina, Greenville. And because uh, in North Carolina, it's just Greenville. But oh, 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 South oh, Carolina's oh. Greenville. You got to know the difference. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. So I did, I did see a McLaren uh, 720S um, at the hotel I was staying at. That was pretty cool. It was parked out Wait front. Oh, so, so you staying in hotels that got McLarens in front of them? Well, I mean, it's downtown. So, of course. People, people stayed, with money have to stay in hotels. You stayed plus, in embassy suites. Plus, they may have just been. It was the, it was Hilton. No okay. way. No, no, no. It was. It was. Uh, or was it him? I don't know. It's some AC something. Uh, AC something. It's, it's managed by embassy. Oh, suites I know the one you're talking about. I know the one you're talking about. So anyway, they I have was, a little. I, thing, they have a little cruising scene on the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why I stay there. Uh, yeah. Okay, so so anyway, so that was the only cool car I think I've really seen. Um, I have been driving a loaner vehicle. Um, it's a GMC Acadia because Kendra's car needed a little work done to it and had to replace the CV shaft. Um, so while the part was being put in, I, I drove the GMC for a week. And um, I can just tell you, I would never buy that car. I have some major complaints, the biggest of which is the door lock knobs don't go down inside the door. 
You can't rest your arm on the door. <laughs> that is absolutely a billism right there. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, I drove it around for several days annoyed by this because I kept hitting my funny bone on this stupid <laughs> doorknob. Kendra got in it to go pick her truck up, my truck up, and bring it back to the house. And we didn't even get out the driveway. And she hit her arm on it. She goes, what? This doesn't go anywhere? How stupid is this? Like less than a minute, she was in the car and was annoyed by it. So I'm telling you. She's been you, around you too long. Yes, 100%. I'm telling you, that's <laughs> the biggest flaw in that vehicle that I found. Um, okay. So anyway, that's uh, really I have a rental right car now stuff. Too. You have, have a, a rental? rental right now. Yeah, uh, we have a a, a white Malibu because the, the 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 Optima is in the shop because from the the FedEx truck makes, back in the... Who makes a Malibu? Chevy don't make Malibus anymore. They do make Malibus. Most of they are like seventy five percent daggone fleet use. I did not know that they were still making yes. Malibus. Uh, you know what I learned from that car? What? Less expensive cars don't have to be cheap, and it ain't that bad. That you saying that ain't that bad just tells me how badly years of minivan ownership have eroded your soul to not would, be able. <laughs> uh, so I will agree with you if you will agree with that. You know. Years of living on the 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 ranch, Li Cranford, have pushed you up market so much that you can't come down here with us peasants in normal people cars. That's that's really what it is. That's really what it is. A little I, bit of hard plastic, which is just just irritates you to, to, to no end. Hard uh, plastic ain't never hurt nobody. Yeah, it did. But ain't the point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right. Okay. So, so I'm going to share this. So I know a while back, like we talked about, I got my motorcycle endorsement and I was playing this on again, off again. I'm going to buy a bike game. And two weeks ago, a week ago, two weeks ago, you bought um, a bike. I found a bike and it was exactly what I've been looking for. It was used. It was a pretty good price. Um, it was not heavily abused. It had very, very low miles on it. Um, and, um, it was, it was exactly what I've been looking for. Uh, so I went to do, I went by the place that had it cause I was in Raleigh working and it was in Durham and I was like, I can go home that way. And so I went by and looked at it and, um, I was like, yep, this is the bike. I'm going to get this bike. So, I went home. I told Kendra we had been talking about it, and so she was like, "I think that's that's doable. We're, we can get that bike." And so the plan was that was on like Thursday, maybe that I went by and looked at it, and um, and then I was like, "All right, well, we'll go this weekend and we'll pick it up." So two days, right? And um, I woke up Saturday morning, and something in my brain had just changed overnight and and i woke up and thought i don't want a motorcycle i don't what? need i don't need a motorcycle i do still love the way they look from from an aesthetics point of view but i don't think i've shared it on the podcast but i i've recently taken on a little more responsibility at work and by a little bit more i mean like a crap load more and <laughs> <laughs> and so the the scope of my day-to-day -day work has changed pretty significantly plus i'm still doing my regular job and um yeah. and that's for an interim period but i just I, I woke up really thinking about uh if i if i get a bike right now i really only see at best 15 to 20 days in a year that I'm going to actually be able to take this thing out and ride it. So you're going to be like a normal motorcycle rider. Well, and that's the thing. I didn't want to be that guy. I wanted to be the guy that was like on it all the time. I mean, I wanted to eventually get to where I was like driving it to go see customers and commuting, going all over the state on it. 
Mm. But, but they're dangerous. They're dangerous in in the fact that other people are a greater danger to you. Um, and and so I was like, I'm 42. I got a lot of I got bills and things to pay for, and I got a daughter, and I got a lot of stuff at work, and I get calls constantly. Riding this motorcycle is not something I'm gonna be able to do well. Plus, and and it's funny how things work. Plus, on that Friday night, my daughter, who on the weekends likes to come hang out with us in our bedroom before bedtime, because it's not a school night, so she can stay up a little later. And a lot of times she'll bring a couple books that we can read together or that I can read to her. So she brought one of the books she brought to me was one of my favorite books to read to her. And it's a book called The Small Silver Speedster. Are you familiar with this book, Stanley? I am not. So this is a book that was written by uh, a gentleman named Dwight uh, Knowlton. And the story is about a father and daughter who fly across the country in the 1950s to buy a Porsche Speedster and cross-country road trip it back to California and convert it to a race car and race it in some SCCA style races in the 1950s in California. I'm looking at it right now. The book has good details and it's a very creative little story. It's part of a series. There are other books um, in this series. There's one about a Ferrari and there's another one about a a Porsche. All All right. All right. All right. No, 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 no. Did you go buy a Porsche? So it's ironic that I read that story on a Friday <laughs> night. <laughs> Did you go buy the Porsche? Finally. So what I told Kendra when I woke up was I don't want a motorcycle anymore, but I do have this like urge that what I want to do is, is keep my eye out for the perfect Porsche or older car that would be a fun father daughter experience car. And I want it to be not in the same state, right? So maybe I bring a trailer or uh, cars and bids type by that's a couple states away. I mean, California is California. If that's what happens, that's what happens. I'm not not saying no to that far away, but preferably just like, you know, something I could do in a day or two away and buy a car and Anna and I can hop in a plane and go fly and get this car and drive it back home. That's the goal. So now that that's my new goal, I've put my motorcycle money aside and it's just going to sit there and I'm going to keep adding to it. I'm going to keep thinking about this Porsche idea and, uh, or a cool old car idea. Cause it could be a Mustang and hopefully I'll find something, you know, the challenge is I would like a vehicle that all three of us could travel in together. And that's hard because a Porsche that I can afford is like a 914. And I said a Porsche I can afford is like a 914. <laughs> and they don't have back seats. So that's the real challenge. Yes, I, I saw that picture. That's there's a good looking Porsche, but that's probably going to wind up out of my price range and it already says it's a project which means it might not make it home and i want to drive it home so okay plus i already have a project sitting outside which by the way update on the land cruiser project um i've got the whole front end is off the vehicle now so i got the radiator out the oil cooler i got the freon drained and the air conditioner system removed i got the um, core support out and uh, I got all the wiring loom for the headlights and the radiator fan and all that stuff is pulled and off to the side. And so now I'm just uh, a lot of wires and hoses away from having the engine ready to come out. So you didn't buy a Porsche? Not yet, but I am <laughs> looking. <laughs> all right, well. That is um, on my that, watch list. That is on my watch list. I am watching that car. It, it is a good price um, at the moment. 
it is not the best value right now on bring a trailer, but it is a good price. And he's trying to show me a Volvo um, P1800, I think is what that one is. I believe it was. It's not even the P. It's just the 1800 ES. So I do Uh like those cars a lot. I think they're really cool. And I like the big black back glass. Um, But uh, but anyway, yeah. So that's that's where I'm at on my car journey. And if you've got a daughter and you're a dad and you're listening to this podcast and you want a fun daddy daughter car book, I recommend you pick up the small silver speedster. That was an outstanding story, and I know you prefaced it with your daughter, who's awesome. Uh, and you talked yourself out about a motorcycle, which is actually what I wanted you to do, because I don't want my friend to be like my other friend to be missing about body, body parts. Yes, and that's the other thing is like I know too many people who have had real bad goes of motorcycles, and. I just, I also know my own limitations and I just, I don't know if I trust myself to be as safe as I should be. Um, and, and listen, we, a car could kill me tomorrow just as quick as a motorcycle could, but I think I just Mm. increased my odds on a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were we were going somewhere, and somebody was thought they was in California, even though we're in South Carolina, and decided to go down the uh, the line, do some lane and, splitting. Yeah, and I was like, brother, you brave, you're a brave soul, because I don't know if any of these people can stay in their lane, and you just want that now. <laughs> but so, uh, yeah, man. So I'm uh, currently I'm, I'm currently watching this um, Porsche. Um, Hold on, we're getting a Amber Alert right here. Okay, uh, so I'm currently watching this 1974 Porsche 914 that's for sale in New Jersey. It's mm-hmm. green. It has no reserve, and it's currently twelve thousand dollars. Still not the best deal on Facebook right now. Now I'll show you a couple other ones. I'm also watching if I can get my mouse that I'm about to lose my mind with. <laughs> so there's there's this guy. Oh, oh, uh huh, and it's it's actually only about an hour away in Burlington. Um, yes, it does not have a back seat, but it is a 1983 Porsche 911 SC that is in an RSR like tribute configuration, and uh, she's pretty, she's really pretty. She's also. Forty thousand dollars with five days left on it, which is just insane. Still not the best buy on bring a trailer at the moment. I'm also watching this car. It's a 1965 Ford Mustang Coupe 289 with a four-speed, which is a criteria. I will not buy an old car with an automatic in it. It will be a manual. I yeah, will yeah. buy a manual transmission car. This one is currently for sale at nineteen five, which is for a sixty five Mustang in this one's shape. It's a fair price. It'll probably wind up going to about thirty eight, uh, which will be more than I would ever spend on it. Here is the best buy on bring a trailer hmm. at the moment. Oh, that used to be the car right there, man. It's a nineteen eighty seven oh. Mercedes Benz, a true one ninety e, two point three sixteen. With a single that, single giant windshield wiper. Yep. Yep. And and it's a manual. That windshield wiper is still weird. <laughs> and <I> would, <laughs> um, and I, it's uh, currently twelve thousand dollars and the and it closes tomorrow. <laughs> so my, my guess is this car will not meet the minimum bid. The reserve. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Any, anywho, those are um, those are just some cars from Bring a Trailer that I've been looking at, and I've just decided I like motorcycles. They look cool. I'm proud of myself for doing the class and proving to myself that I can ride a motorcycle and I do have that skill set. But I've just decided that I do not need to own one. I will be just fine without a motorcycle. 
you just uh, that uh, you know we just went through that and i just had two thoughts one thought was did you see uh um doug's new video about the overrated and underrated i saw it but i did not watch it i did see so, that he put one up so doug is on my list of people i don't like this week because she called my car the most overrated car one of the most overrated cars what car the lexus Oh, he called it overrated? Yeah, evidently they're selling for like a million plus dollars right now. Oh, the LFA. I thought you meant the like of new cars for sale currently as being overrated. So I thought you were talking about the S, whatever it is, SC or. No, no, it's. Yeah. What's the what's the current one? The LC 500? Yeah, the LC. There you go. Uh, I thought that's what you were telling me. And then, so it made me think about that. And the other, one of the, uh, one of the cars that he listed as underrated, and I didn't know this was a thing, uh, and you know Porsches more than I do, uh, it was the second GT3. Uh, was that, 97? Uh, what's your Porsche? So, so like the, which, like the, what do you mean? Like in the 997 GT3? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's because it's it's the stupid teardrop headlight is the reason why. It's the only reason why. It's a good car, but just people didn't like the way it looked. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, uh, it, it, first of all, I'll, I'll, as much as I like Doug, Doug is doing this little flex thing right now that is uh, making him a little bit annoying. <laughs> See <laughs> flexing because of his Ford GT. Oh, he's sitting in front of the Ford GT while they're having this conversation. <laughs> gotcha. And, and uh, what's the guy who he's been having on there lately? Hoovy. Uh, Hoovy. Uh, Hoovy is uh, putting his car on the on the overrated list. He put essentially all his cars on the over, Doug's cars on the overrated list. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I. I'll be honest with you. I lost a little uh, respect for Doug when he sold his Audi. Like I gave him major props for importing that Audi, but then he turned around and sold it. And I'm thinking he only imported it to make a profit off of it. And so I'll I'll lose a little respect for Doug. He's still up there, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it doesn't make, it makes sense that you know he's a car he's a car nut everybody knows that and uh but him being a businessman is a real thing too he he well, is that yes well. i understand <laughs> is that the does, smallest does footwell you've ever I'm seen i about to say does your time? feet even can you do that you gotta have Dude. like a size seven narrow who's yeah. driving yeah. that uh, your daughter. <laughs> yeah, evidently. We're looking evidently. at a Morgan. I'm looking at a Morgan three wheeler while Sally's talking about Doug, and I did yeah. not realize how close, how small that pedal box was. Yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, man. Um, I think you're probably going to end up with a uh, with a Mustang. Uh, I think so I, too. I have been um having Camaro dreams myself here lately. Ooh, did you see this one that I'm watching? Hold on, where's my list? No, uh, yeah, I've been having Camaro dreams here lately. And when I say Camaros, I mean like, no, 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 no. I'm talking about like 90s, like the before the. the an, uh, F, an F body? Uh, uh, is that what they called them? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember, man. Oh, that's pretty. See, that's too pretty. I don't want nothing that pretty. Uh, that, that, I would want to like drive that. I would want to like take care of that, and I remember. All right, so this is uh, not this is the last. I thing would I'm just drive. I would drive that thing every day and just be like, "Well, it's gonna get chips in it, but it is what it is." Um, Cars so are I meant had, to be driven. I've never seen a car that I wouldn't be willing to drive. Now, yeah, I have to preface that with obviously, if I could afford to buy it, I've got. Plenty more money than the cost of that car, right? Because yeah. I'm realistic about it. But I've never seen a single car that I wouldn't be willing to drive. 
Yeah, that car, and that car, and the car you're looking at right now does look like a, a driver. Yeah. Yes. Not just not just a parking lot. Uh, you know, pull the plastic wrap off it once a once a quarter car. But uh, I had and so to finish my last thing, my last yeah. thought of the night yeah, was uh, so I had a gym teacher. I cannot think of his name in the eighth grade, and he had a brand new Camaro. Right. So this was like 1989, Andy. Okay. And that car has always stuck out to me as one of the cars that I, I, I always liked. I know Fox bodies are Fox bodies, and I have my own daggone feelings about Fox bodies. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't kick one of them out of bare feet and crackers either. But uh, <laughs> for but the most some thing you said tonight. Uh, but something about them about that that. That style of Camaro that has always stuck with me, and uh, I saw one somewhere. It could have been—I uh, can't remember where—and it's like, man, Camaros are so underrated. Now, do you you see that? Oh yeah. Oh, I see it. That's that that is the engine that I have downstairs to go in my. Oh, Cruiser. speaking of speaking of your engine. Uh, see, you keep bringing up stuff, and now I got to keep talking. I watched a video from. Uh, you, are you familiar with the Dude in Blue? His uh, YouTube channel. Uh no, I don't believe I am. Uh, he's a younger guy, and he started vlogging and stuff when he was younger. But he had he gets to drive uh, a bunch of cars that uh that uh are people's cars. So uh, he has a friend who has a a Lincoln Town Car. <laughs> I knew you would do that. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> you had to you had to stick a smart car in there. Actually, you know what? One of the Marines that worked with me right now, his first car was a smart car. I found has that he, out two days ago. Has he listened to the podcast? Uh he he claims he doesn't, but he says some things sometimes that that, make, that tells me he does. Okay. But uh so uh the dude uh the dude in blue, he uh drives his friend's car in his uh old town car. With a, uh, he put a, a Mustang engine in it and uh, the transmission nice. from a from a Cobra R in it. Nice. And then he said he had it in there for one day. He pulled the daggone motor out of it and put uh, a 6.2 liter out of a Cadillac with Corvette heads on it. And that's what's in it now. Nice. Is that whole car dynamatic? <laughs> yes. The whole car <laughs> is covered. And Dynamat. Oh man, the oh, whole man. car. Oh man. And if it had a manual transmission, I would have already bid on it. You should do it anyway. Yeah, I don't want you it sh- as an automatic. You should do it just to get your wife's reaction. Now you'll be sleeping on my couch later, but you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, well, 100% for sure, I'll be sleeping on your couch. Yeah, it's, uh, sadly, it's it's up to $9,000, which is about $5,000 more than I would pay for it. Well, it got about $9,000 in parts and mods on it. Uh, I disagree. I don't think it has $9,000 worth of anything on it. Yeah, yeah, collectively that car went yeah, unless, it, unless it had an envelope in the back seat with six thousand dollars in it, I'm not inter- <laughs> at this point I'm not interested. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. But yeah, dude. There's uh I was looking to see if your um if there was a current a Camaro auction for you to look at. It probably was on there that I saw Camaro because I saw a pretty sweet Fox uh Fox Body Mustang on there a couple weeks ago. Have you seen uh, this? Oh yes, I did. Yes, did you did. see the? Did you see the price? It is still only five thousand dollars. Yes, that this mean, is that my. Means oh, it's got all kinds of problems. If you look at the pictures, you'll see it's got a lot of scratches and dings, and this car has been hooned around quite a bit. We should do an episode where we talk about the craziest car stories that we ever heard. Because I have a car story about the Cadillac XLR that is bonkers. Chad. There's you a 2002 Firebird Trans Am SLP Firehawk. Chad, 
The Chad yeah. Mobile right there. I'm uh I'm watching this prelude right here. It's a SH with a five speed manual, and it's a 01 final year. Currently watching that. Also watching this Barabbas uh smart car right here. They're, equal, they're equally cool. I am not paying you attention anymore. Like exa- I'm not exactly equally cool. Uh, no. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> you Dodge well, Stealth. Uh, I saw a 3000 GT the other day, too. I saw a 3000 GT. I was down in Wilmington seeing some customers, and... I kid you not, the the president of the company was driving a 3000 GT VR4. Well, this one wasn't nice, and it wasn't a VR4, but it was the 3000 GT that was still working, which I thought was a miracle. But it is. <laughs> There's not a lot of them left still working. That's a very valid um, caveat to stick on there that you saw one that was still working. And. See, I keep saying I, I'm not going to say it again. I'm just going to tell the story. I was um, you, you, you want to tell the story. Um, so I was watching Dag on the YouTube's as we do, and uh, I was uh, it was a uh, Motor Week '94 or whatever it was, and they uh, John was driving a um, oh gosh, a Dodge Avenger. Ooh, and. Oh, look at that Camaro. Look at it. Look at it down there. Anyway, um, them cars still kind of look good, man. <laughs> Dodge Avengers and, and Chrysler uh, Seabreeze from, from back then. They still don't look bad. See, that's the Camaro right there, man. 92. I, I know. I just opened it up in a separate window because I knew that's the one you wanted. Yep. Uh, this one's a automatic, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, and this was the biggest lie that that dude told. You know the the, the wheel hump that's in the back. Uh huh. Yeah, he said that was subs. Cause gym teachers. Gym teachers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's where my subs at. No, it's not. That is where your tires are. <laughs> he thought you were too dumb to know the difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because no, I was an eighth grader. He thought that's right. Did I tell you about? Plus, when you when you were in eighth grade, people didn't have subs. You know what they had? They had house speakers. They had a bazooka tube. First of all, first of all, when you was in eighth grade, they had bazooka tubes, and I was in eighth grade. They didn't have bazooka tubes yet. Really? I feel I like they eighth, had that. I feel like they I had those eighth, when I was in sixth grade. Well, they might have had them in North Carolina, but we had enough money for that downstairs. We had house speakers that people put in, built a box and put it in. And you remember the like the cabinet bag on uh, radios and stuff? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 They had a bunch of those speakers. There's Stanley's Camaro right there. 1984. That's the one you want right there. Mask. Remember Mask? I do remember the Mask. Mask Crusader. And this is it right here. It's T-top. T-top. With the oh, red yeah. seats that say Camaro Z28. Red with the yeah. black in the hood. And all that V8 under that hood, and it probably had like 145 oh, 100%. That five-liter is making 115 horsepower. Uh, it, my diesel Jetta is was just as quick, but this thing had a five-speed. Oh. oh, so your boys at TFL Car had a video, and they took the new Honda Accord, which we know you don't like. And they raced it's, a it's uh, too uh, too nosy. They raced a uh, 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 oh god! The, the, no, what was the word Giselle came up with? It was too snouty. Snouty, snouted, snouted. Yeah, he it was, was too snouted. He was racing the dag on a, a, a Firebird with a, a hybrid Accord, 
And he won. Well, of course he did. Yeah. But anyway, dude, we've been on here too long. And we got a, we got a right. trailer to watch. Um, so uh, I'm going to get my daughter to listen to this. Uh, Faith, congratulations for graduating high school. Congratulations, Faith. We're very proud of you. Uh, now go to college and do things hey, and make money so you can take care of me when Faith, I'm old. Faith, uh, b- b- if you're still listening, um, so my wife's cousin's boy, who also is oh, gradu- is graduating, he 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 wants to go skydiving for his graduation, so I'm gonna take him skydiving. Faith, this is this is your invitation. If you would like to go skydiving, your uncle Bill will take you skydiving, and I will pay for your jump if you want to go skydiving with us. You just gotta meet us down in Southport to go skydiving. I will make sure she hears that part. All right. All right, man. I love you. Love you too. Night. Later.